All right, Thursday night, and we are live. Hope everybody's doing good. Be blessed in Jesus' mighty name. Now, I know that we've all heard this a lot, but I can tell you now, I've been obviously involved in watching, not involved in politics, but watching and listening to all sorts of, you know, whether it's Rush Limbaugh, back when Hannity, before Hannity was corrupted, listening to Hannity, you know, many, many shows, Alex Jones, everybody. And I can tell you that now is different. There, I mean, listen, there's there's levels of corruption, layers of corruption that are being revealed that we've never seen before. Now we can, people can be jaded. I listen. I refuse to be jaded. You know, I mean, you just you you follow, you follow the gospel. You read the Bible. You know what's in the Bible. First Corinthians chapter six, thirteen, four through eight. Listen, love hopes all things. So I, listen, I I hope that justice is coming. For the Biden family and, and people, it's nothing's ever going to happen. Nothing's going to happen over the next two years. That's correct. But criminal referrals can be made by the United States Congress, by Comer, by Jordan, by Gates. They need and listen, Matt Gates is all over it. Jim Jordan gets a little squishy. He gets a little squishy. Comer hasn't really gotten squishy yet. And people are like, do something, do something. The only thing that they can do, and we're going to go deep into this. The only thing that they, we're going to go deep into the Biden corruption, that more and more of it was revealed today. The only thing that they can do, and they need to be doing this, is desubsidize. No more funding. They can do, you're like, well, people, I mean, not you and me, not those of us that are watching this or you're watching or doing this podcast right now. We don't care. Now, the people, other people, I'll lose my job if I, if I uh, defund the FBI. Well, you lose your job then. That's the right thing to do. You know, the thing is, you know, if, if they outlaw churches tomorrow, I'm still conducting church because it's the right thing to do. If they mandate that you close your church, lock down your church, mask your church, vax your church, stand six feet apart and put out alcohol gel stations, I'm not doing any of it because it's the right thing to not do. So that's we, that, that, that needs to happen. But there's two things that can be done. Endless criminal referrals to the DOJ. Those criminal referrals, uh, Congress, if they have the right kind of subcommittee, which they do, the weaponization of government, uh, the Judiciary Committee, they have the right to issue subpoenas. Everybody should be getting subpoenaed, which we'll cover in a minute. And then criminal referrals should be sent to the DOJ. Yeah, but Tom, Merrick Garland controls the DOJ. I know, but the criminal referrals sit there and fester. Let them sit there and fester because what, you know, what is it? Uh, basically July of 2023. So really like a year and a half from now, Biden's done. He's going to be defeated in the election or maybe he won't run. Of course, if another Democrat comes in, then nothing will be done again. I understand all that, but I believe in the gospel of Jesus. I believe the Bible and I hope all things. And criminal referrals need to be done and the defunding of the FBI and now the defunding of the IRS needs to happen. Quantico wants to build FBI, wants to build a new building. Nope. And that's already been defunded to some degree. So that's that. those are the things that need to be done. So by us putting the right people in and by winning Congress, although we should own the Congress and the Senate right now, but because of Rona McDaniel, we don't. But I won't digress into that at the moment. But those are the things that need to be done. Don't get jaded. Don't be like, there's no point. Everything has a point. Expose, 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 expose. Force the media to report the corruption because it's so exposed. They look, they already know their Goebbels. They already know their Pravda media. They already know their Mockingbird media. 
the controlled by the CIA, controlled by the Democratic Party, controlled by the in, by Washington D.C. intel in the swamp. We know that, but it gets to the point. See, all of these people who are collaborators, like John Durham, he's a collaborator. He, he's supposed to come out and say things like, "Yeah, I found absolutely no evidence of Russian collusion with the Trump campaign." He has to say that, so he has the veneer. Of, of credibility he has to say that but notice he did absolutely nothing to arrest to convict which we'll go into in a minute try whether criminally prosecute sue censure anybody who's actually involved in the rudimentary elements of the russian collusion hooks which i don't want to get too far into because i'm going to delve deep into that when when we play the matt gates tape so everybody, don't, don't be thrown off track by these people who are playing a role. And this is something that I've been saying for the last three and a half years. Basically, look at Washington, D.C. as a play. That's what it is. It's a, it's a road show. It's a traveling road show that never travels. It just sits there in the murky cesspool, cesspool swamp of Washington, D.C. You, you go in for roles to play. Unless you're an outsider. Unless you're Trump. Unless you're Gates. Unless you're Lauren Boebert, unless you're, you know, so far, uh, like Jim, you know, Jim Comer, uh, James Comer, people, and I, I hesitate to say his name because I'm always afraid these people are going to cave after like Marjorie Taylor Greene has done s- some significant backsliding over the last month or so. Unless you're a legit outsider, Clay Higgins, uh, Ron Johnson, Rand Paul, they're legitimate outsiders, even if they've been in there for a while, they're willing to lose their jobs. Ron Johnson almost lost his last election because he stood up and told the truth and held hearings about the, about the vaccines, about the deadly nature of the vaccine, the vaccine side effects and everything else. So understand, I, I know that nothing's going to happen right now, but those two things can happen right now. Defunding and putting up criminal referrals. All right, let's start off. Sean Davis tweet, breaking, according to IRS, a couple different layers here, having to do with Joe, Having to do that, it's all DOJ, IRS, Joe Biden, Hunter Biden, Russian collusion hoax. That's the Durham scandal. Breaking, according to IRS whistleblowers, DOJ, the Department of Justice, get lost, we can get lost in the acronyms. The alleged, with your with uh, blindfolded scales of justice, Department of Justice, tipped off Hunter Biden about a search of his storage unit. Now, that's very strange. Now, I was a police officer myself for 25 years, 1992 to 2017, street-level law enforcement. But I know that you, if you're going to, if you're going to execute a search warrant, uh, you don't tell the person that you're going to execute the search warrant on. Not our DOJ. DOJ tipped off Hunter Biden about a search of his storage unit. Prohibited investigators from executing a warrant on Joe Biden's guest house. So they... Joe, Hunter Biden's Hunter Biden's storage unit that was going to be uh, have a search warrant executed on it. The GOJ warned him and said, "Hey, listen, uh, Thursday at three o'clock, we're going to execute a search warrant on your storage unit, and then prohibited investigators from actually executing any search warrant on Joe Biden's guest house." And repeatedly, wonder why they would wonder why they would prohibit a search warrant. Now, remember, this is a DOJ. How do you get a search warrant? Probable cause. Submitted to a judge who execute who then goes ahead and gives you a warrant, and then you execute said warrant. In order to in order to have 
probable cause, obviously there has to be substantive evidence for the warrant. So they didn't even bother with it. Now, why would they not want to even try to find substantive evidence for a search warrant of Hunter Biden's guest, I mean, of Joe Biden's guest house? I wonder who was living in Joe Biden's guest house. Could that have been Hunter? Uh, Could there be Burisma documents in there? Classified documents? Compartmented classified documents? Evidence from Hunter Biden's exports with the exploits with the CCP, with Romania and with Ukraine. Who knows? But it's weird that the DOJ tips off Hunter and then refuses to search Joe and repeatedly prohibit charges from being brought against Hunter Biden. Now, understand something. This is I, I, and everyone. You can be hard hearted if you want to be. If you ever notice on this show, I get mad, but I don't get cynical. Have you ever noticed it? I'm mad, but I'm not cynical. I'm not, I never say, this is never going to happen. We're never going to win. I will say things like we're never going to win if we don't change something. But I never say we're never going to win or it's all over. This has never been seen before in my lifetime, 54 years old. Never as ever has this been seen before where the DOJ warns a president's son that we're going, that we, the DOJ, we are going to search your, your storage unit, and I'm giving you fair warning that we're going to search it, and then prohibits any search warrants of Joe Biden. And again, I guarantee you, this is coming from the same whistleblower. You know, it gets it gets murky here, because you have a a very credible, decade-long, hundreds and hundreds of thousands of dollars paid whistleblower for the FBI, and now you've got multiple whistleblowers for the IRS. So don't get confused. It gets very confusing, it gets murky. Sometimes I just need to sit and recalculate. But I guarantee you all of this is coming, including what's now spurred on IRS of whistleblowers, the IRS investigation that we found out was never conducted or was slow walked for the last two and a half years. This is all, and this is pure conjecture on my part. I believe that this is all coming from the initial, I got this from Dan Bongino, credit where credit is due. I believe this is all coming from the whistleblower from the FBI that said Joe Biden has received bribes and there are 17 tapes to verify it, that he went into other things. And then as they were looking into that, all this other stuff is now being discovered. The the reason why they raided Mar-a-Lago is this whistleblower with his FD-1023, he revealed the non-classified FD-1023 that nobody's allowed to see. A non-classified FD-1023, and now there's at least two more FD-1023s. But the original FD-1023 said that there that Joe and Hunter Biden were on 17 phone calls with the Burisma CEO initiating bribes from Burisma to the Bidens. That whistleblower came forward. I believe that that then spurred on the Gestapo, which is the, which is the FBI, but it's bigger than the FBI because it's all under the DOJ, the Department of Justice or even the IRS with their 87,000 new agents that will be funded no matter what Marjorie Taylor Greene tells you when she galactically caved and, and, and passed and, and signed on to the omnibus spending package, the Biden budget, $6.8 trillion when we bring in $5 trillion worth of revenue. That did fund. She says that none of them are being funded this year because they cut the money for this year. What does that do? They'll just move money around and pay for them this year. So this... I believe all, all these agencies are just brown shirts 
for the Democratic Party. The media is, the media is Goebbels. They are the brown shirt. And then you have, whether it's the FBI, CIA, IRS, ATF. Yes, ATF is run by a hyper-liberal, left-wing, le- not left-leaning, leftist communist runs, runs the ATF. All of them are the stormtroopers. I mean, look, look at it this way for the, for the Democratic Party. If you're going to have a Hitler, then you've got to have a Goebbels. He does. Biden has the mainstream media. Then you've got to have a Mengele. He's got a Mengele. Anthony Fauci, Rochelle Walensky, the NIH, the FDA, the CDC. He's got his Mengele. And then you've got to have your stormtroopers. You've got to have your, you've got to have your Gestapo. And they have that with the FBI, CIA, ATF. This stuff has never been seen before. Never. This is being exposed. And don't sit there and just go, it's over. Nothing's ever going to happen. Exposure is the greatest thing right now. It's not the end game, but it's the greatest thing right now. And it's being exposed. Look, look at this video. Peach video, not one, but two IRS whistleblowers allege Hunter Biden was protected from serious charges by Merrick Garland and the DOJ. Play for me, Will. One, but two IRS employees are blowing the whistle with evidence that the federal government is not treating taxpayers equally when enforcing tax laws. The whistleblowers were working on an investigation into Hunter Biden that opened in November of 2018 as an offshoot of a separate corporate investigation by the IRS. Let me emphasize, this was an investigation in the ordinary course of work at the IRS. It was not ordered by any individual, any chairman, or any political entity. The testimony we released today shows the IRS recommended charges against Hunter Biden that included attempt to evade or defeat tax, a felony, fraud or false statements, a felony, and willful failure to file returns, supply information, or pay tax. These tax crimes cover an estimated 2.2 million in unreported tax on global income streams to Mr. Biden and his associates from Ukraine, Romania, and China, totaling 17.3 million from 2014 to 2019. Mr. Biden personally received $8.3 million. All right, the stats here. Let me just tell you, one of the whistleblowers from the IRS is a gay Biden-supporting leftist, just so you know. And what happens eventually, even when there's some people that have integrity, that they say, you know what, I don't want to go to prison. Because this eventually, people are going to go to prison over this. You're like, Durham lost two out of his three uh, prosecutions. I know, but I'll get to that in a minute. There's reasons why he lost. Uh, and the re- number one reason why I lost is because he's in a D.C. He's in D.C. jurisdiction. So your jury pool is all Hillary Clinton supporters. Uh, your judges are all blue judges. You're, the entire jurisdiction is all blue voters. So and you're going to try somebody for colluding for for the collusion hoax for making up a collusion hoax. You really think you're going to win when it's a blue judge, a blue district attorney, blue jury, blue jury pool. You're really going to win. No. 
So look at look at the list here. Hunter Biden, evasion of taxes, felony. Let's see now. I'm thinking back now on what he was found guilty of. Two counts of 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 filing his tax returns late for all intents and purposes. That's that's what he was. That's what he pleaded pled guilty to. And then he got pre-trial diversion for felony lying on his concealed weapons form. And remember, even after he lied on that concealed weapons form, his girlfriend, who is his dead brother's widow, took his gun and put it in a dumpster next to a school. And then the Secret Service had to go find it. And yet still he gets, he gets pre-trial diversion. Let me ask you, if that was you, where would you be? Obviously in prison. So here we have, so none of these things are even on what, what the IRS, remember there's FBI whistleblowers, these are IRS whistleblowers. They're having to come forward. You're like, these are righteous people. Well, they can be righteous people, but they could be people like, you know what? In two years from now, two and a half years, is it two years from now? So let's see, 2024, a year and a half, right? Till 2025? Yeah. yeah. Make sure I'm not sounding stupid. Aaron usually catches it when I'm sounding stupid. So a year from a year and a half from now, roughly, they're like, you know what? There may be, a Trump administration or a DeSantis administration, and I don't really want to go to freaking federal prison <laughs> over covering for a crack whore. They, you know, they may, I mean, who, who just, uh, who's trying to, they haven't settled anything yet, settling his, trying to settle his child support lawsuit in Arkansas for his baby, his stripper baby mama's, uh, his, his stripper baby mama in Arkansas, who they've still yet to acknowledge, even though blood tests show that's his four-year-old daughter. That they in four years, the Biden fa- Biden family has failed to acknowledge that kid. But what was on this tax return was evasion of taxes, not oops, oopsie daisy. I filled out my tax forms. Like no, this is tax evasion, felony, fraudulent statement to government investigators, felony, failure to file taxes for two years in the amount of $2.2 million. So for two years, I believe it's 1819, he didn't file anything at all. And he's a Democrat. They're like, pay your fair share. Is zero his fair, his fair share? Where, where are all these fair share Democrats? Oh, when a bourgeois leftist elitist doesn't pay their taxes, then it's allowed. But if a plumber who's making $87,000 a year, he doesn't pay his 26%. Here comes the 87,000 Biden IRS agents. And sadly, not just Biden IRS agents, Massey IRS agents, uh, McCarthy IRS agents, Marjorie Taylor Greene IRS agents. And not only that, but from 14 to 19, he received $17.3 million from Romania, from Ukraine, and from China, that's weird, isn't it? For all these, all these shell companies, I'm wondering, where is that 17.3 million? They went to these shell companies. Now, the, these shell Biden companies, I mean, is it, is it called like, you know, you know, uh, you know, you know Biden Products LLC? Where, where exactly are all these products? What, what services does the Biden industrial complex offer? I'm just curious. I mean, where are, where are the storefronts? Where are the offices? Because, I mean, from 14 to 19, by the way, he's still, last we heard, still on the Burisma board. Where's all, where, what exactly, I mean, is there like a, a product that we could go see, you know, you know, Biden, you know, 
I don't know. I'm a soap. You know, Biden strip club central. I mean, what, Biden, Biden stripper poles. Laundering services. Yeah, yeah, Biden, yeah Biden criminal laundering services. I mean, it, something. Show me something that 17.3 million. That alone shows treason. They're receiving Romania, Ukraine, and, and the CCP was sending them millions and millions of dollars to invest in Biden Inc. I'm making up Biden Inc. because we don't even know where these shell companies are or what they're even named. They're always, they're always named something like, you know, Rosemont, Seneca, whatever it may be, Sonahawk. What do they produce? They produce Hunter Biden's consultancies? Consultancy services? For what? That right there is treason. That right there is mass corruption. The failure to be able to prove one service or one product that any of these LLCs actually produce. And there's SARs, suspicious activity reports. Funny how all the words line up and it's SARS-CoV-2 and I got SARS reports. Weird, isn't it? I don't know. It's just weird. May have nothing to do with anything, but it's weird. (laughs) There's plenty of suspicious activity reports, which we have to like pull teeth to get them from the bank, but the banks will yield them. See what they do on the left, because all the bankers are left, Walmart's left, Google's left, Facebook's left, Amazon is left. What they do is they'll hang on until they're in jeopardy. They'll lie for the, for the Democratic Party. They'll lie for Joe Biden until, you know what? Like Zuckerberg's now having to puke out the truth that he, that he actually banned people, limited people's reach when they were just telling the truth. They'll do it as long as they can, but they know a big change may come. May not come. If we don't change things in the six, city, in the six states and the seven cities where they shut down counting in the middle of the night, we're not going to win. I'm telling you, whether it's DeSantis or Trump, they will get more votes, than the more legitimate votes than the Democrat. But unless the, the who's counting the votes gets fixed, we're going to lose. And since the Republicans are spineless and you have people like Bill Gates, who's in, not Bill Gates, you know, not Bill Gates, Microsoft, not vaccine whore Bill Gates, Bill Gates, a Republican who's in charge of voting, in charge of tabulating votes inside of Maricopa County, which caused Cary Lake the election because of all the different malpractice that occurred during that day, which I don't have time to get into. Unless people like that are not in charge, because as Stalin said, it's not how many people it's not how many people vote. It's not how many it's not how many votes are cast for a candidate. It's who counts the votes. Unless that's changed, we're not going to win. It, but we can still change it. And there are changes that have happened. So, you, we, you know, Florida, Florida's going to go for DeSantis or Trump for sure because it's all fixed here in Florida because Ron DeSantis is a great governor. You may not like him for president, but he's a great governor. So anyway, back to, back to this. So we just have to, right now, it's defund whatever these organizations are and put up criminal referrals. All right, let's go to Julie Kelly. Four tweets in a row. Holy bleep, D.C. U.S. attorney. See, it's so corrupt. It's so corrupt. And listen, all of these people need to be litigated and prosecuted into extinction. Jobs over, retirement's over. They can go start a lawn service. And I don't mean that to be in any way degrading to lawn service. I used to run a lawn service. I'm just telling you, they don't need to be attorneys anymore. 
D.C. U.S. Attorney Matthew Graves buried the evidence of Hunter Biden's Burisma payments. I mean, folks, this is treason. This is mass corruption. This is 30 years in prison stuff. In 2014 and 15, and FARA violations. What's FARA? Foreign Agent Registry Act. That's, it sounds so James Bond. No, it just means you're going to lobby for a foreign government or a foreign entity, i.e. Burisma. And if you're going to lobby for Burisma, then you have to register. Foreign Agent Registry Act. Now, let's just see now. How many FARA forms has Hunter Biden filled out? Now, we know that he was receiving from money from the following. Alina Batarina, uh, Batarina from Moscow, mayor of Moscow's wife, richest woman in Russia, $3.5 million went on her. Now, did he fill out a FARA form for that? We know that he was receiving $80,000 a month from Burisma, over a million dollars a year. Did he fill out a FARA form for that? We know that he was receiving multiple millions, even up to $1.4 billion from the CCP, from a CCP-controlled bank. In 2014, when he flew over on Air Force Two with Joe Biden and secured a consultancy fee deal for banking, and I'm wondering, what's Hunter Biden's banking expertise? Now, when did he, when did he go to banking school? I know that he's a low-grade never ever uh, prosecuted anybody or filed a lawsuit attorney. I, I get that. But I never knew that he became an oil and gas expert. All the, I mean, look at all this area. Leave this up. All the areas of Hunter Biden's expertise. Banking. You got James Biden who's never built a house in his life in charge of the reconstruction of Iraq. Uh, so we got Hunter Biden banking. And then we got Hunter Biden in, for natural oil and gas and fracking. Amazing his levels of, of expertise where people are seeking out his, his counsel. But none of these things were ever seen because Matthew Graves, U.S. Attorney, buried the evidence. The process in the blue, the process met no charges would ever be brought in the District of Columbia where the statute of limitations on the 2014 and 15 charges would eventually expire. Now let's just ask you, if that was Don Jr., would, they, would the statute of limitations be allowed to expire? The years, in, the years in question included foreign income from Burisma and a scheme to evade his income taxes, which he continued to do through a partnership with a, with a convicted felon. And Joe Biden's in on all of this. There was also potential fair issues relating to 2014-15. The purposeful exclusion of the 14 and 15 years sanitized the most substantive criminal conduct and concealed material facts. Go to the next one for me, Will. There you go. Graves then allowed the statute of limitations to expire, allowing Hunter Biden off the hook for tax evasion, failure to pay or file, filing a false return, and possible fare violations. So while Graves was rounding up capital trespassers, <laughs> you got to know this now. This guy is now prosecuting capital trespassers. So he only prosecutes those who are his political opponents. If you have Hunter Biden... He just, he just sits on it. This is, this is their MO. They slow walk it, they slow walk it, they slow walk it. And then they, they, they have two approaches. Either the statute of limitation runs out, which happened to James Clapper when, for his numerous perjuries under oath to congressional committees. Statute of limitations run out. Or hopefully Hillary gets elected, Biden gets elected, whoever, you know, whoever they're trying to get into office gets elected. And then they just slow walk it over years and then when you bring it up they go oh that's old news oh that's all been debunked it's never debunked because it was never it was never investigated it's like bill barr again it's the swamp is simply a play 
where you choose your parts. Nobody lives under conviction. Nobody's a conservative. Everybody's a leftist, but you have to play the role as a conservative. And it, you know, that's, and that's what Bill Barr does. He does absolutely really nothing. Bill Barr claims there is no evidence of any sort of mass voter fraud in the 2020 election. The investigation showed it. Then we looked at it and there was never one single investigation. There was even, he was reached out to, I believe, by the, by the district attorney in Michigan saying, we got a major problem up here. And Bill Barr told him, shut up. That was Bill Barr's investigation. DA contacts him, hey, we got evidence of mass freaking voter fraud up here. And Bill Barr was like, no, no, no. And that was Bill Barr's investigation because Bill Barr is a Democratic Party shill. People will say, well, I heard him in a congressional hearing say, yo, it's obvious that the, that the, the Trump administration has been spotted. Like, oh my gosh, this guy's legit. No, he has to say that. So he maintenances the veneer of fighting for you. Otherwise, you'd call for him to be impeached, to be fired or whatever. They have to, they have to maintenance that veneer. You know, the Ben Sasses of the world, the Romneys of the world, McConnell's of the world. McConnell will put in conservative judges because if he doesn't, he won't be allowed to sit there anymore and be in collusion with Chuck Schumer and the Democratic Party and then usher their agenda forward. He may be at a slower pace because it's more palatable for you because you're thinking the whole time that McConnell's there. And I know I'm preaching to the choir. None of you believe in McConnell. None of you believe in Sass. He's the president of UF now, whatever. None of you that are watching this podcast believe in these people, but a lot of other people do. They have that veneer that they're actually there fighting for you, but they're not fighting for you. When push comes to shove, they actually sign on to everything the left is doing. Why is it that no matter who's in office, because you'll have, you'll have the Democrats say, I sold this for me, Will. You'll have the Democrats say, well, the reason why there's $32 trillion in debt is because of Republicans cutting taxes to the rich, right? They always say that. Well, if you confiscate every dime from every rich person in America, millionaires and billionaires, it adds up to $4 trillion. Out of $32 trillion, one-eighth. And that's if you confiscate all. And therefore, they won't be producing anymore. So you get your one shot, you're eating your seed. So that obviously makes no sense. And when Republicans come in, they cut taxes, and that doesn't lower the debt. It should, but why, why doesn't any of these things ever lower the debt? Because if they... If they actually increase, they increase taxes, they increase spending, so it doesn't make any dent on the debt. If they decrease taxes, they increase spending, so it makes no debt on the debt. Because when you decrease taxes, you bring in more revenue, but if you increase spending, it's not going to touch the debt. So here we go, year after year after year. 23 years ago, we basically had zero in debt. What, less than a trillion dollars in debt in, in 2000. Now we have $32 trillion in debt. And because Marjorie Taylor Greene... Thomas Massey, Kevin, uh, Kevin McCarthy, all signed on to the Biden spending bill. They're, the debt limit has been, has been eradicated. There is no debt limit until after the, after the presidential elections in 2025. 24, 24 is the election. The new president takes office in 2025. So there's no debt ceiling discussions at all until, the, until January, February of 2025. That's what McCarthy, Marjorie Taylor Greene, and Thomas Massey and numerous other Republicans voted for. So that's why there's always giant debt. Nobody ever actually does anything. Nobody lives by conviction because they all just want to maintenance their role in the play. Listen, it's a pretty good role, isn't it? Pretty good role in the play. First of all, if you're a low-tier congressman or woman, you're making $174 a year, $174,000 a year, but you get to run for office. When you run for office, you get to raise money. 
If you have your husband or your wife buying your campaign ads, they get 10% of that. So if you spend $3 million on campaign ads, 300000 goes to your spouse. If you are if you are Ilan Omar, you just put your husband on as a consultant and pay him $3.1 million. And then there's no percent. She gets it all. The $3.1 million that Ilan Omar gave to her husband, completely legal, by the way. Completely legal, not illegal. Completely legal, by the way. Is now part of the Ilan Omar family. Ilan Omar and her wife. Because that's what her husband is. Just a gutless, ballless coward. So Graves allowed the statute of limitations to expire on Hunter Biden's, uh, uh, allowing Hunter Biden off the hook for tax evasion. Go to the next one for me. Graves' conduct in the Hunter Biden matter so alarmed U.S. Attorney Weiss. Now, who is U.S. Attorney Weiss? U.S. Attorney Weiss is the one who's, you see, this is all just a giant, I'm remember tonight, circle bleep symbiote. <laughs> it's a giant circle bleep symbiote. Weiss is corrupt. He's the one that has brought forward the charges on Hunter Biden. The plea agreement, the Delaware, uh, the Delaware district attorney, whatever you want to call it, state attorney. He's the one who came up with the, with the Hunter Biden plea deal with the two failure to, to file tax returns on time and pretrial diversion for a gun crime. Yeah, a lot of people getting pretrial diversion for gun crime. No, nobody, nobody in America gets a pretrial diversion for a gun crime except for Hunter Biden. He's the one who came up with that plea deal. But as I said earlier, when things are bad enough, these people will protect themselves. And that's what Weiss was doing here. Graves' conduct in the Hunter Biden matter so alarmed U.S. Attorney Weiss that he asked Maine Justice for a special counsel to handle the case. So Graves' concealing evidence, which is a federal freaking crime, Graves concealing that evidence so alarmed a U.S. Attorney Weiss that he asked Merrick Garland, hey, you know what? This is not good. The Democrat, I'm a Democrat. They all call Weiss a Republican, a Trump nominee. No, he's actually selected by the two Democratic senators from Delaware. And any Republican in Delaware, are they really a Republican? Come on. So he, Weiss asked Merrick Garland, hey, listen, Graves is obviously corrupt. This is not good that he's concealing evidence against the president's son. Slow walking an investigation, not conducting an investigation, and concealing evidence, obstructing the investigation. So he asked Garland, you know what, we had better, because you know there's big political figures here at play, we had better put together a special counsel. And Merrick Garland said no. Amazing, isn't it? Go to the next one, we will. By refusing to investigate or charge, Graves allowed Hunter Biden to get away with failing to report 400,000 in income during his first year as a Burisma board member of the fracking oil and gas company. So that, listen, Graves, corrupt. Burisma, I mean, uh, Merrick Garland, corrupt. I mean, I'm not talking about marginally corrupt. I'm talking about the rest of your life in prison, corrupt. Lawsuit, bankrupt, corrupt. That's how bad it is. All right, let's go to this one. Sean Davis tweet. Every single Democrat on the House Ways and Means Committee voted this morning to hide the IRS whistleblower testimony and keep it secret. Why would that be? Everyone practicing evil, John 3.20, hates the light and does not come to the light unless their deeds be exposed. So that every Democrat on the House Ways and Means Committee, which House Ways and Means is supposed to be about transparency, 
about what's happening in government so that you and I know because it's supposed to be a government for the people. But they want to keep everything secret. Why would that be? We don't want anything secret. Listen, I don't want anything secret out of what was in Mar-a-Lago. You guys? No. Oh, I wanted to go ahead. Show me what was in Mar-a-Lago. I have no problem with that. Show me everything you have on Russian collusion. But then I also want to see all the records on the Clinton Foundation. Exactly. And Uranium One. Just show me everything. I'm not hiding squat. You can check into my, you know, my, what I make at Foundation Church. You can, you can check on what my income is. I have nothing to hide. Go ahead. Now we know why. It is devastating proof that the Biden family is a criminal organization and the DOJ, DOJ is a corrupt Democrat protection racket. It's all they are. And by the way, it was no different under Trump. This is where Trump blew it. Love Trump, but he blew it. He wanted to get along with Bill Barr. Put Cash Patel as your attorney general, not Bill Barr. Cash, Cash Patel, come on. What, what would be the repercussions if I put Rudy Giuliani there? You can't care. You can't care what the repercussions are. You can't, why, why do you care about the opinion of somebody who looks down and sees their penis and calls it a female penis? <laughs> well, why would you care about the opinion of somebody who doesn't know what a male or a female is? Who's somebody who wants to ban an assault rifle who can't determine what an assault rifle is? The opinion of somebody like Joe Biden who said the other day that when you put a brace on your arm, you turn a pistol into a gun. And it changes the caliber of it. How do you change the caliber of a gun by putting a brace on? Does the barrel become bigger? Whoop! No? You're going to care about their opinions? That was the problem with Trump. Why are you doing interviews with George Papa? I mean, George Stephanopoulos? Why? Well, I, mean, you know, I want to win over. You're never going to win them over. They're, they're, you're, they are your political, ideological, and even theological opponent. You're not going to win them over. So the entire, everybody on the House Ways and Means Committee with a D in front of their name voted to conceal evidence, voted to conceal from the public everything the IRS whistleblower is saying. They're not exposing the whistleblower, the testimony of the whistleblower. You and I are not allowed to see it because we are the peasants, but we're the ones that are called Nazis. Who treated people like peasants? The Nazis. Who doesn't treat people like peasants? You and I. This is a government for the people, by the people. Even if you're a leftist, it's for the people, by the people. We'll just beat you in elections. Go to the next one for me, Will. Sean Davis tweet. Was Joe Biden in the room? He's like, Tom, this is just one thing after another. Now we've shifted off of the IRS, just so to let you know. Shifted off of the IRS now. That case is closed as far as the TLP is concerned for tonight. Sean Davis tweet. Now we're moving on to other corruption. Now this has to do with, remember, Joe, I should have had Aaron pull this video, but I forgot. Remember where you have Peter Ducey asking Joe Biden, how many discussions have you had with your, with your son Hunter about his overseas business dealings? Joe Biden responds, I've never had a single discussion with my son Hunter about his business dealings. Okay, so now we have that. Was Joe Biden in the room with Hunter on July 30th, 2017, when Hunter explicitly demanded a bribe <laughs> from Chinese communist apparatchik Henry Zhao and then threatened him if the Biden family wasn't paid immediately? So what, where do we get that from? Well, here's the text message. Put up the next one for me, Will. Here's the text message from Hunter Biden to Henry Zhao. Right here. Here's it is. Here it is. This is the text message from Hunter, Hunter Biden, Hunter to Henry. Hunter to Henry. 
Biden to Zhao. Here it is. And this is the evidence you and I are not allowed to see, but luckily we're able to see it. I'm sitting here, Hunter says, with my dad. (laughs) (laughs) Oops. But he's never discussed his business dealings with his father. And his father says that he's never discussed his business dealings with his son. But Hunter's sitting there demanding a bribe from Henry Zhao from the CCP because everybody from China is from the CCP. And we would like to understand why the commitment made was not, has not been fulfilled. Leave this up for me now, Will. What commitment could it be? Money to go to their shell companies. Producing what? Biden soap? Biden stripper poles? Biden cars? We got a new car called a BV? Maybe we'll call it a BEV? A Biden electric car? Electric vehicle? Where is it? So what, this commitment that Henry Zhao made, this million, these millions and millions of dollars, are going where exactly? This, this commitment that you made has not been fulfilled. To go to what, Hunter? And, 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 once it was, and once it was fulfilled, because it was, show us the products and the services that you produced through these companies that the CCP so graciously donated to. Tell the director that I would like to resolve this now before it gets out of hand. And now means tonight. And Z, Henry Zhao, if I get a call or text from anyone involved in this other than you, Zhang, or the chairman, and then he puts it in bold text. Then Hunter Biden puts it in bold text. I will make certain that between the man sitting next to me, um, I'm sitting here with my father. The man sitting next to me, I'm sitting here with my father. I will make certain that between the man sitting next to me and every person he knows and my ability to forever hold a grudge that you will regret not following my direction. I'm sitting here waiting for a call with my father. It's just treason. If we had a legitimate FBI, a legitimate DOJ, this was, this was all happening years ago. But it was, it was kept classified, kept under wraps, kept sequestered by the DOJ. James Comey, Mueller, Andy McCabe, Peter Strzok, they all knew this. The 17 recordings of Hunter and Joe receiving bribes from Zolchewski, the chairman, CEO of Burisma, have been there since 2017. Long before McCabe was fired, Shruck was fired, Comey was fired, Lisa Page was fired. They've, been, they've known this for years. They've had a Hunter Biden laptop since 19. 2019 is 2023. So yes, I'm sitting here with my father, but Joe Biden has no knowledge of any of his son's business. He's never discussed it at all, not one time. And I wonder if Joe Biden's ever said that under oath, because then that's perjury. I don't know if he has or not. All right, let's go to the next one. Ted Abram tweet, just to show you the context of the Biden family. You know, in the midst of Hunter Biden right now in a child support lawsuit in Arkansas with his former, with his stripper ex-girlfriend, who is the daughter of his four-year-old, who is the mother of his four-year-old daughter, that the Biden family has yet to recognize, even though blood tests have proven through DNA testing that it is, his daughter, they've yet to recognize her as a daughter. They still act, they leave her off the numbers. I think they say they have seven grandkids. They have eight. Oh my God. They do that. On, on our, uh, us and our seven grandkids, uh, uh, you have eight. And she's four, by the way. I mean, 
So cruel. <laughs> it's rotten. Horrible. All right, Ted Abram tweet. Nice Biden family. Hunter Biden was a member of Elite LA Sex Club. <laughs> Sanctum. I'll just I'll just oh. make it up. <laughs> or Sanctum, maybe. <laughs> but was kicked out for being a scumbag. Now listen. You realize that the galactic reaches of scumbagness you have to reach. That's bad. To actually become a scumbag at a sex club. <laughs> that's bad. Yeah, that's new. That's galactic Olympian levels of scumbagness that you have to reach to be kicked out of Sanctum and LA Sex Club. And then have it revealed. Look at the bottom. Hunter Biden was a member of Elite LA Sex Club, former owner claims. Uh, Damon Lawner, who opened the exclusive Sanctum but sold it in 2019, was banned from the venue after, so he doesn't get to have sex at his own sex club anymore, after he publicly identified the president's son. So that's how bad Hunter Biden was, that this guy now doesn't get to go to his own sex club. He'd rather reveal Hunter Biden. Let's go to the next one. Christina Wong, uh, Wong tweet. You, now, I just had to show you this, this throwing this in there, because now we've covered the IRS corruption. Uh, we've covered a measure of the Burisma uh, corruption, or not the Burisma uh, corruption, the CCP, Biden family corruption, where he's sitting there with Henry Zhao, saying, hey, my dad's sitting right next, my dad is sitting right next to me. And if you don't send me the money, I, 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 will, I will hold a grudge, and so will my dad and the man next to me. That's the, that's the Biden family. But even, but, so that covers DOJ. What's our military on it about doing? Now, now we know, I'll just read it to you. Your tax dollars at work, military monitors social media <laughs> for mean posts about generals. Sweet. Was that happening during the Trump administration? Uh, no, that's happening now. So our military, and I'll leave this up for me because I just love to have Mill, uh, Millie there humiliating himself just via pick. But here we are. We're way behind in hypersonic technology. Our ships keep running into each other. Do you know that, by the way, right? <laughs> our Navy vessels just keep running into each other. That's where we're at. Our recruitment ads are from a girl who claims to have two moms. That's our recruitment ads, along, along with transgender ads for recruitment. Can't remember his name anymore. The Navy sailor who's a transgender activist, the, the Navy thought that it would be wise, like Bud Light, to put a transgender activist on, for, you know, basically heading up their uh, publicity for recruitment. So recruitment is at national security threatening levels because nobody in the South is signing up for any military service. Nobody is. I mean, seriously, no, nobody. So we have China. So we have nobody joining the military. Our ships are running into each other. Um, we're, we have no bullets or ammunition, according to the Secretary of the Navy. And that was six months ago. So I'm wondering, I haven't read any articles because the Navy Secretary came out and said, and this is a guy who's basically ruining his career by saying it, so you know it's true, that we have no ammunition because all of our ammunition is going to funding Ukraine or the ammunition itself is going to Ukraine. So we, we have no ammunition to fight a war. Um, our military is dilapidated, don't have any recruitment. We're way behind the Chinese and hypersonic technology. We have that. We have the Chinese. And, and by the way, just so everybody knows, it's not just the Chinese, but to focus on the, the, the news at the moment, the Chinese are building a base on Cuba. And if, that, if we know now they're building a base, that means there's already been a base there for a decade. Russia's never left Cuba. Russia is there all the time, stays in Cuba all the time. So we have two, two big adversaries there. Who are allied, by the way, Xi Jinping, 
Vladimir Putin, my opinion, are also allied with Volodymyr Zelensky from Ukraine. All members of the C- all members of the World Economic Forum. You're like Tom and Campy. Well, you w- w- does Voldemar Zelensky is his life ever in jeopardy? You ever notice that it's not? Strange, isn't it? He can fly anywhere he wants, do whatever videos he wants. They could they could track his cell phone and put a missile right where the cell phone is. They don't do any of that. He's fine. Enriches himself constantly. He'll end up signing a peace treaty, and 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 he uses this war to gain power, collect power. Since this war. War, strangest war in history is ever that's strangest war that's ever occurred in history. Where you can have foreign diplomats and 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 Bono and Sean Penn just show up in the middle of the war zone with no threat to them whatsoever. But during this war, Zelensky has consolidated power by eliminating all political parties, all oppo political parties, and all oppo media, just like the World Economic Forum wants to, just like the Democratic Party wants to do with the disinformation governance boards. So he's consolidated power. It's going to work out really well. Yeah, he'll give up portions of the Donbass. But after that, he'll be king of Ukraine, controlled opposition from Moscow, which is what was the plan the entire time, of course. But see, you have all that going on. Right now, the Chinese Navy has surrounded Taiwan. Flyovers. Chinese army or military is building a base in collusion with the Russians at Cuba, and it, right now the reports we're getting is so that they can monitor, just like our own military, monitor our social media posts. You really think that's all? That's all they're going to do. They're just going to monitor. They don't have an intercl- uh, inter- intercontinental, gla- uh, uh, intercontinental nuclear missile yet. They don't have that yet, but they have ones that can reach us from, from Cuba. Yeah, you don't think that's going to go on there? You think Biden's going to stop them? Why isn't Biden stopping them now? Why, why, why is Cuba not surrounded by the United States Navy, not allowing China to send ships in there and build a base? Why is that not happening? Because the $1.4 billion given to Hunter in 2014. That's why they can fly their balloons over. They've been rece- Henry, you have the text message with Hunter Biden, Biden talking to Henry Zhao saying, give me my millions. My dad's sitting right next to me. Do it or you're going to pay. That's why Chinese can do whatever they want. They have that same evidence. They have the 17 tapes of the Burisma corruption. And the Bidens know it. Joe Biden knows it. So it's just like China. Do whatever you want to do. No problem whatsoever. We're just going to sit here and watch. You want to fly a balloon over our country for eight days? Go right ahead. You want to take all those photos and transmit them back to to Beijing simultaneously of our nuclear missile silos, which are operated by floppy disks? Because our military, well, we have nuclear missile silos operated by floppy disks because our military is too busy looking at my Facebook page of Fat Millie. How does he get all those ribbons? What are they? Let's see, butt kissing ribbon, boot licking ribbon, bent over and grab my ankles ribbon, brown nose ribbon. What has this man ever accomplished? Just like Fauci. They're in government for years and never accomplished one daggum thing. What wars this idiot ever won? Nothing. That's your tax dollars at work, just so you know. All right, moving on to Adam Schiff, RNC research video. The House has resolved that the, that the House has resolved that the House of Representatives censors Adam Schiff. Here's Kevin McCarthy. Play it for me, Will. By its adoption of House Resolution 521, the House has resolved <laughs> that the House of Representatives censures Adam Schiff, representative of the 30th Congressional District of California. For misleading the American public. Oh, 
and for and for conduct unbecoming of an elected member of the House of Representatives. The representative Adam Schiff will be forthwith present himself in the well of the House of Representatives for the pronouncement of censure. That representative Adam Schiff will be censured with the public reading of this resolution by the speaker. And that the Committee on Ethics shall conduct an investigation into Representative Adam Schiff's falsehoods, misrepresentations, and abuse of sensitive information. So there you go now. We all, we all know about Adam Schiff. I'm not going to spend too much time on this. Adam Schiff spent from 2016 to date, so seven plus years, he spent lying about Joe about uh, Donald Trump colluding with the Russians. Donald Trump never colluded with one Russian. You'll hear them. And, they, they, and he was on the shows talking about this recently. You had uh, Don Jr. meeting with a Russian operative, uh, operative at Trump Towers. Does everybody know who that operative, uh, operative was? It was somebody paid for, somebody who was actually paid by Hillary Clinton, by the Clinton campaign to schedule that appointment. Mm-hmm. And they still use that as evidence to say there's collusion. That's all that they have. This, there's nothing else. He still brings up Alpha Bank. There's no evidence that there's any collusion with Alpha Bank or a backdoor to Alpha Bank. It's all lies. Started with a PP hoax. I don't want to digress too far in the collusion part because I'm going to get to that in a second. So Adam Schiff just spent his entire last seven years lying. Now here are the people, this, this is Dems now, this is Democrats. Now he's been, this is the, I believe Aaron and I, it's either 26th or the 27th, I believe it's the 27th member of Congress that's ever been sanctioned. Up to date, Aaron had it at 26. I believe I heard that he is now number 27 in all of the United States history that's ever been censured. This is a good thing. Everyone's like, it doesn't mean, yes, it does mean something. Yeah. It pisses Adam off, that makes my day. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Good. And it is good. He needs to be publicly. He needs to be brought to what they call the well of the of the con- of the congressional floor. And he needs to go ahead and he, what they're going to. He has to sit there while they read his offenses. <laughs> Listen, he altered evidence. He's a criminal. He perjured himself. Altered evidence. Re- he he went and got the phone records of Devin Nunez and numerous other members of Congress because Verizon just just doesn't require a warrant suddenly. If it's Adam Schiff that calls, I know when when you want to get cell records from law enforcement, you have to go get us. You have to go get us. Go get basically a warrant. It's not really a warrant, but like a subpoena for it. They didn't get nothing. So he's a criminal. For I mean, and they all know he's a criminal, but yet they did this. Watch it. Play for me. Just, you know, lies, years and years of lies, 40, $42 million spent on the collusion hoax with Mueller and his, his a pit bull, Andrew Weissman, who, by the way, of course, Weissman was the one strange. Again, giant circle bleep symbiote. Uh, Andrew Weissman was the one who's, who uh, Onyshenko tried to hand the 17 audio tapes of Joe and Hunter receiving bribes to. Weird. He didn't receive them. Mueller's bulldog, Andrew Weissman. Also, behind the Enron, Andrew Weisman blew up the Enron investigation, criminally. A known liar and perjurer. That's who, of course, so you have, you have Adam Schiff there being cheered on. Adam, Adam. They all know he's a liar. They've all seen the documents. There's no evidence at all. 
Why would Donald Trump ever collude with the Russians? Nobody was harder on Russia than Donald Trump was. All right, Eagles Wings video. Let's go to the FBI now. You know, like, I mean, listen, I would like to talk about other things, but this is this the headlines. I mean, there's like to get into some vaccine stuff, some transgender stuff. Get into, of course, you know, what do you, what do you hear me talk about every single every single night on this podcast, which is the the one world narrative, the one world agenda, which is to leverage you into a one world commerce system with a singular access point controlled by tyranny. But by the way, lawlessness is part of that. That is a tactic: is to weaponize law, is to weaponize lawlessness, i.e., you, i.e., weaponizing the DOJ weaponizing the court system and judicial system, which is what we have here. All right, Eagles Wings video. This is a longer one, three plus minutes, but you have to see it because it's that important. Eagles Wings video, Matt at rap, Matt Gates. How about the fact the entire Mueller team does a hard reset on their Apple phones and synchronization to wipe away evidence? Did you investigate that? Gates asked Durham. Play for me, Will. Just giving you I was, was going to, I didn't get there. Yeah. Uh, the gentleman from Florida is recognized. Yeah, I I agree with Mr. Biggs. You've given us testimony today that you're disappointed that the FBI didn't cooperate more, right? That was your testimony. Said that. Yeah, so we're disappointed too, but the difference is when regular folks do things that are wrong and unlawful, there's typically greater effort to try to get those people before a grand jury to to utilize criminal process where appropriate, not not for other purposes. And it's just like, oh, well, Bill Priestep, the guy who might have set this whole op in motion, he just didn't want to talk to you about certain things, and you were real accommodating to that. And then Mifsud, the person who juices Papadopoulos to create this predicate that you find improper, you guys, you, I mean, did you ever know who his lawyer was, Mifsud's lawyer? Who his lawyer was, Mifsud's lawyer? He talked to his lawyer in Europe, not in, I don't know if so he wait, wait, You could find the guy's States. lawyer, but you couldn't find him? We uh, contacted uh, somebody that we knew it had, rep- had represented him in a, a part of the effort to try to locate him. And you got the lawyer. And then now you're, you're sitting here in front of the judiciary saying you could find the guy's lawyer, but you couldn't effectuate the service of a subpoena because you couldn't find him? Well, you, first you know of all, that sounds? as you may or may not know, we wouldn't have um, the authority to serve a subpoena overseas. Um, the lawyer didn't know where Mifsud was. He was in communication uh, with him, but he claimed not to know where he was. And we are trying to arrange um, an opportunity to talk to Mifsud. Did you take uh, possession of two BlackBerry phones from Mifsud in any way? There were phones that were provided to us by oh, so you could find Mifsud's the phones lawyer. The guy, correct? Do you see how silly this looks? Like you found the lawyer, you found the phones, but the actual dude who yeah. got ordered by Western Intelligence to go start this thing you couldn't find? It, it, it's it's kind of laughable. It seems like more than disappointment. It seems like you weren't really trying to expose the true core of the corruption, that you were trying to, you were trying to go at it another way. Yeah. As we said in the um, report and as I said in my opening remarks, <clears throat> we pursued the facts as best we could. Well, how about this the tools fact? that we have. Okay, how about this fact, Mr. Durham? The entire Mueller team does a hard reset on their Apple phone in synchronization to wipe away evidence. Did you investigate that? I've read that. Well, why didn't, did you investigate it? Who gave the order on the Mueller team to, to wipe the phones? Yeah, that was not something that we were um, asked to look at, and we well, didn't no, look at that. No, that's not true, Mr. Durham. That is not true, because I'm holding the document that authorizes your activity, and it specifically says the investigation of special counsel Robert Mueller. It's in par- Mr. Chairman, I seek unanimous consent to enter into the record the order that says that no, you're no, supposed to inter- investigate these things. And so, like, whether it's the Mueller team... Mifsud, how about Azra Turk? Azra Turk, what's Azra Turk's real name? 
Do you know that? I'm not going to be disclosing the names of FBI personnel that are oh, otherwise unavailable. But, but an FBI, so the FBI sends somebody to go honeypot George Papadopoulos. Who gave the order to do that? I think that's beyond the scope of what's in the report. It's literally the scope of what your charging order is. Who put it in motion? We get after it was put in motion, the FBI did a bunch of wrong and corrupt things. Totally understand we're trying to deal with that. But when you are part of the cover-up, Mr. Durham, mm. then it makes our job harder. Yeah, well, if that's your thought, I mean, there's no way of dissuading you from that. I can tell you that it's offensive and that the people who worked on this investigation have spent their lives trying to protect the people in this country and pursue within the law you went what it is that we, two, could, we are authorized Trump, wait, to on. do. You tried two cases, lost both of them, and then the one plea, guilty plea you got, Kleinsmith, Kleinsmith is back to practicing law in Washington, D.C. today. Yeah, that's beyond my control. Right, but, but the, the fact that you allowed that plea to occur, yeah. right, and, and then the punishment was insufficient, the fact that you didn't, you didn't charge Andrew McCabe, you didn't convict the lion Democrats or the lion Russians, you didn't investigate Mifsud or the Mueller probe, even though, as we sit here today in black letter, that was your charge. Have you ever heard of the Washington Generals? Uh, the Washington Generals, yes. Yeah, and, and they're the team that basically gets paid to show up and lose, right? <laughs> well, I, you know, I'm sure that the players who... Um, exert blood, sweat, and tears, don't view it that way, but you might. I think they do. I think they do because the job of the Washington generals is to show up every night and to play the Harlem Globetrotters. And their job well, I'm is thinking, to lose. I'm sorry, of a different, I was thinking of a different Yeah, thing. yeah, so their job is to lose. And I'm kind of wondering, and, and it, just see, it just seems so facially obvious that it's not what's in your report that's telling, mm. it's the omission. It's the lack of work you did. And for the people like the chairman who put trust in you, I think you let them down, I think you let the country down, and you are one of the barriers to the true accountability that we need. Do I get to respond to that or comment on that? Yeah. Well, I don't know if you've ever investigated a crime. Um, if you I don't know that you have. You didn't investigate these, Mr. Yeah. Durham. Whether or How about not, Andy McCabe? Did you charge him? Did you investigate him? Gentlemen, gentlemen, time has expired. The witness can respond, and then we'll move on to our last question. Uh, I don't know, sir, whether or not you've ever had occasion to uh, try to investigate crimes under the rules and regulations and under the Constitution that we're bound by. Um, we can gather evidence in particularly lawful ways. Uh, can't charge people because we might think it's something. It's not just that we you didn't charge, charge you didn't investigate. Gentlemen, you didn't time. investigate the Mueller team Gentlemen's wiping time. their phones. Gentlemen's and you won't time. tell us who gave the orders because you're protecting those. So here you have a man that's conducting an investigation into investigating the investigators reference to Trump collusion hoax. Trump collusion hoax. Now, let me just set the table here. We need to remember back in July of 2019, the FBI investigation into Donald Trump's alleged collusion with Russia, crossfire hurricane, started in September of 2016. In July of 2016, John Brennan, CIA director, in, in a briefing with the following people, Joe Biden, Barack Hussein Obama, Loretta Lynch and James Comey said Hillary Clinton is making up collusion out of thin air so that she can divert attention from her 30,000 deleted emails. Collusion with the Russians by the Trump campaign. Brennan told Obama, Biden, Comey, 
Loretta Lynch, everybody in charge of the DOJ, that this was a collusion hoax brought by the Clinton for president campaign. They all knew it. Obama had to cover for himself because he was part of those 30,000 deleted, subpoenaed emails, bleach bit emails, smashed devices. He was part of all that because he was allowing it to happen, i.e. committing felonies himself. So he had to allow this investigation to go forward so it would divert attention from his own criminality. So those are the people just in the room. So I just want to ask, out of the people that were in the room, so you're doing, you are John Brennan. And by the way, he's supposed to be this pit bull prosecutor. What a little weenie. I mean, come on. He spent his whole life playing Sonic the Hedgehog. This, this guy, <laughs> I mean, who is this guy? He wears his little wider beard. Little weenie. Who did he, so you're looking into the Russian, you're investigating the investigators. What investigator did he investigate? I mean, who, who did he actually, who, who among, who in the collusion hoax did he actually investigate? I know that he got a conviction on Sussman. Sussman again, just to, you know, Michael Sussman, just to put context on this. And I, and I hate to be redundant, but there's people who don't know this information. Michael Sussman, who's an attorney for the FBI, contacts the CIA and says, is Carter Page an asset of yours? CIA sends him back. This is all on emails. Yes, he is. So that he, so, and by the way, He's an operative that we use to contact the Russians. Sussman changes the email to know he's not a CIA asset, asset and lies under oath about it. That's Sussman. He's the only conviction that Durham got, and there basically nothing happened to the guy. Then never went to jail. Maybe he paid a fine. You should be disbarred for life. He lied under official proceedings, lied on documents. I mean, he, he tampered with evidence. Got a man under under investigation by the DOJ for years, Carter Page, for doing absolutely nothing. Understand, Carter Page was under investigation for colluding with Russians, the Russians that he was assigned to collude with by the CIA. And that's why they were investigating him. Was Carter Page brought in? No. Let's see, I got a long list here. Well, Rob, Rob Rosenstein, who signed, who was, I, well, I don't know, if, I don't know, I think Rob, I think, Rosenstein signed one of the FISA warrants, but I'm not sure. Comey, I know, signed two. He was never brought in. Rosenstein, not brought in. Comey, now you're investigating the investigators. Pre-Step was not brought in, who started the entire investigation along with, with, uh, with uh, Peter Strzok. McCabe was never brought in, signed at least one of the false FISA warrants. Joseph Missud was never found, who was the one who initiated contact with George Papadopoulos. You're like, you, there's two different angles to this thing. You got the PP tape angle. Whenever they need to, whenever they, whenever they were found out that the Papadopoulos angle, angle was fraudulent, they go to the PP tape. When the PP tape angle is found to be fraudulent, they go to Papadopoulos. That's the games that they play. If we had a real media, that'd be blown up in less than 12 hours, but we don't. So, but none of these people were actually brought in. So Mifsud initiated a conversation with George Papadopoulos, and this is how the FBI starts their investigations. They send an asset in, remember, because they're the Federal Bureau of Instigation. They send in an asset to them, whether it's Azra Turk or Joseph Misfzud, a mysterious professor, to start, an invest, start a conversation with a low-ranking uh, Trump campaign official, whatever you want to call it, Papadopoulos. He's a great guy. I love Papadopoulos. He's good. But at the time, just a, a low-ranking member of the, of, the bio, of the Trump team. So he starts a, a conversation with Papadopoulos and say, you know, something like, 
man, I wonder if the Russians know anything about Hillary. And Papadopoulos says, yeah, I don't know. Maybe they've got information on her. Boom, they, are, they start an investigation into Papadopoulos colluding with the Russians on behalf of the Trump, on, the, on behalf of the Trump campaign. That's what happened. That's all that ever happened. That's it. And that didn't work good enough. So then they send an astroturk, which that didn't work either. Then they arrest Papadopoulos, who's been criminally charged and convicted for doing absolutely nothing wrong. And they and and, and two hundred times in their interview refused to, to take the bait when they were saying, "Did you collude?" Two hundred times the guy said, "No, of course not," because he didn't. And how would he collude anyway? What's how's he gonna how's he gonna open the door to Vladimir? How's George Papadopoulos gonna open the door to Vladimir Putin? So all these people, Rosenstein never brought in. Remember, this is an investigator, investigation into the investigation, i.e. the investigators. So here's the investigators that were never brought in. Everybody involved in the investigation. <laughs> Rosenstein, Comey, Priestep, McCabe, Mifsud, Page, Strzok, Nellie Orr, Bruce Orr, never brought in by John Durham, but yet he did a thorough job. Why didn't he bring them in? They refused to come in. <laughs> oh, really? Okay. Then you subpoena them in. And then they can refuse the subpoena and they can, they, can, they can plead the fifth, whatever they want to do. But then you have them publicly saying, I will not comply with this investigation. Why wouldn't any of these people comply with the investigation? Nothing to hide, right? Oh, Igor Danchenko, uh, Michael Steele, was Christopher Steele, I mean, he was never brought in. Christopher Steele never brought in. His primary open source, subsource, Danchenko never talked to. Fusion GPS never brought in. Perkins Cooley never brought in. Uh, Mark Elias never brought in. Ezra Turk never brought in. Joe Biden never brought in. Obama never brought in. uh, John Brennan never brought brought in. Papadopoulos never brought in. Carter Page never brought in. Loretta Lynch never brought in. Who did he investigate for the last four years? What what did he do for four years? All he did was, oh, you know what? The FBI did some whoopsies. They made some mistakes. And now Christopher Ray says, we patched those holes out. We, we fixed our, our uh, operational problems, our procedural problems. procedural problems. This was malfeasance, not misfeasance. And what, uh, what John Durham has been basically paid to do is paint this as mis, mis, misfeasance. Like, oopsies, we made some procedural errors. Whoopsie-daisy. No, it was a collusion hoax it was it was an investigation into absolutely nothing for the purpose of destroying the trump campaign sabotaging the trump campaign it was absolute corruption these people lied under oath numerous times these people filed false documents false police reports false uh, fisa applications Lied to the FBI because there's other lower-ranking FBI agents involved. These people lied to them. And what did John Durham do? Uh, oopsies, uh, the FBI had some procedural issues. He didn't even investigate the investigation. Not one. Not one person was ever brought in. Let's go to the next one. Hans Monkey video. Here, here is John Durham on Igor Danchenko. And let me set this up for you. Remember who Igor Danchenko is. Christopher Steele, the only Russian collusion that actually occurred was Christopher Steele. Remember how it worked? Hillary's campaign hired Perkins Cooey, Mark Elias, who then hired Fusion GPS, who then hired 
who then hired Christopher Steele, who then hired Igor Danchenko. Igor Danchenko made stuff up off of open source data, according to Christopher Steele. Open source data, just made it up out of thin air. Igor Danchenko publicly testified that all of what he's told Christopher Steele was bar talk, you know, bar talk, make it up out of thin air. And that's what they use to conduct this investigation. Those are the allegations, open bar talk, open source Google data and bar talk from Danchenko is the precipice of the FBI investigation. So here's, here is John Durham answering about Danchenko. Play for me, Will. So Danchenko is the primary subsource. A few years before he does this work, he was investigated by the FBI for espionage. Is that right, Mr. Durham? Right. And that, that case was halted because the FBI thought he left the country, right? Right. Had he left the country? No. Where was he living? You were, you remained living in the place that he was living when they opened the investigation. Right here in D.C., right? Yeah. He hadn't left anywhere. He's right here in, in D.C. And they... So that's great. And it's great that they came down to the, uh, yeah, I need that one, Will. Thank you. I'm looking at something you guys aren't looking at. But so the, it's great that John Durham can last. And see, that's his job. That's the role that he has to play. He has to pretend that he's on your side. Well, let's break that down more. So the FBI, the FBI, when they were looking into Danchenko, they're supposed to be investigating Danchenko because Danchenko lied to them. Danchenko, that, that's what Durham's supposed to be getting to the bottom of. And by the way, in fairness to Durham, he is criminally charging Danchenko, which is good. That's great. But the FBI couldn't even find Danchenko. Danchenko's never left Washington, D.C. He, he, he was in collusion with Mark Elias, Nellie, Nellie Orr, Bruce Orr, all of them involved, Strzok, Page, Comey, all of them were colluding this whole, this whole Russian collusion hoax scheme together. Danchenko's offering them bar talk and open source data off of Google for the Steele dossier. And the FBI says, weird though, you know, we know that Danchenko's lying to us. We, you know, we're supposed to be investigating this whole hoax that we did. So you have the FBI inv investigating the, old, their, the hoax that they themselves uh, conducted. You have the FBI investigating its own corruption. And they say, well, one of, the, you know, one of the primary sources of this corruption is Igor Danchenko. But so, you know what? Lo and behold, we can't find the guy. He was in D.C. the entire time at his listed address. But they couldn't find him. You know, that sounds like they went by every day and went, run away. He wasn't home. Because it took Durham all of two seconds to find the guy. And he is criminally charging Danchenko with, I believe, you know, obstruction of an investigation, whatever it may be, lying to the FBI, lying to the DOJ, whatever it may be. But that just shows you more FBI lies. Here's some more. Congressman Ben, ben Klein, the FBI lied to America. Play for me, Will. The FBI did not have an adequate basis on which to launch Crossfire Hurricane, correct? That's correct. The FBI failed to examine all available exculpatory evidence, Correct. Correct. FBI leadership continued the investigation even when case agents were unable to verify the evidence, correct? That's correct. The FBI did not interview key witnesses in Crossfire Hurricane, correct? Correct. And individuals within the FBI abused their authority under the Foreign Intelligence Surveillance Act, correct? Correct. Uh, the Steele dossier was entered in the congressional record. Was it true? The, I'm sorry, the Steele dossier? The Steele dossier was, it was entered into our congressional record. Was it true? 
there is not a single substantive piece of information in the dossier that has ever been corroborated by the FBI or, to my knowledge, anyone else. I love the guy lying, laughing in the back to the back left-hand side. It's pretty funny. So there's not once, and I remember, look at him in the back there. It's funny. See the guy back there laughing? That's funny. Not one, not one substantiated piece of evidence in the entire Steele dossier. And again, remember, they have their numerous sources. Steele dossier is predicated on the pee-pee hoax. That's the pee-pee hoax. Bar talk, right, from Igor Danchenko. Which, by the way, Igor Danchenko, everyone calls him Russian. is actually Ukrainian, by the way. Weird, isn't it? Weird. We're all back to Ukraine again. Weird. So you have it based on Igor Danchenko, Christopher Steele, pee-pee hoax material, or you go to Papadopoulos. When they need Papadopoulos, oh, no, it didn't launch with the pee-pee hoax. When they find out that they lied to the FISA court about the pee-pee hoax narrative, then they go, no, 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 wait a minute. We did it with Mrs. and Azra Turk's contacts with George Papadopoulos, which amounted to nothing more than them instigating a conversation. was going, hey, George, Russia. And he says, Russia back. And they say, oh, Trump staffer just said Russia. Collusion, collusion. Launch an investigation. That's all this was ever about. And even Durham just said, there was not one substantiated piece of evidence in the entire Steele dossier. An interesting part, though, of that was he was asked, did the FBI actually interview any key witnesses in reference to the, to the PP hoax, to the Steele dossier? And he said, no. Well, Durham did the exact same thing. Isn't it weird? <clears throat> it's the endless symbiote, endless, endless circle bleep, it goes on. He does the exact same thing as the, the FBI never interviews key witnesses that would disprove their collusion hoax, their purposeful collusion malfeasance. They don't interview anybody that had any exonerating information whatsoever, any exculpatory information at all. They don't interview anybody like that, ever. They don't interview anybody. And John Durham does the exact same thing, just the opposite way. He doesn't interview anybody that could possibly be, possibly incriminate the FBI. Again, what's my list? No Rosenstein, no Comey, no Precept, no McCabe, no Mifsud, no Page, no Strzok, no Orr, no Orr, no Danchenko, Danchenko, Fusion GPS, Perkins Coie, Mark Elias, Ezra Turk, Biden, Obama, Brennan, Loretta Lynch, uh, George Papadopoulos, Carter Page. He didn't interview any of them, just like the FBI. Doesn't interview anybody that could give exculpatory evidence in favor of Donald Trump in their crossfire hurricane investigation into absolutely nothing. There's never one piece of evidence that ever existed that Donald Trump colluded with Russia. It's just like COVID. It's all the same thing. Create a problem and offer them your solutions. Their solution was $42 million investigation into collusion they made up out of thin air. And Durham just proved it. Now, the, the Durham proved that there was nothing in the Steele dossier, but does nothing with the people who used the Steele dossier. Wasn't that the point? Amazing to me. All right, a couple minutes on vaccines here. Vigilant Fox video, heart-stopping trend. Myocarditis rates are so high that Dr. McAuliffe reports seeing two cases per day. Play it for me, Will. Before COVID-19, I saw two cases of myocarditis my entire career. It can happen. It can happen with a parvovirus or adenovirus. Actually, the most deadly form is called giant cell myocarditis, of which we don't know what causes, but two cases over decades. Now I see two cases per day in the clinic. It's that frequent. What we learned is that COVID-19, the viral infection, can cause some myocarditis. The uh, Israeli military, the U.S. military, 
the NCAA uh, college athletic leagues had massive screening programs for COVID myocarditis in 2020 before the vaccines. What did they find? They found a handful of cases that would meet a definition, none serious, no hospitalizations and deaths, none. What happened is those organizations dropped their screening programs, the vaccines were introduced. Within six months, the FDA, the CDC, and every regulatory agency say the vaccines caused myocarditis, and the myocarditis we saw caused by the vaccines was serious. Rates of hospitalizations of young people were about 90%. We've seen fatal case after fatal case. Most recent report by Cho and colleagues from Korea. This is stunning. They're reporting 480 cases in one paper, 21 deaths. Peak age, 18 to 24, 90% are men. COVID-19 vaccine-induced myocarditis is fatal, and people should understand that. Every shot they take. So, of course, every single vaccine side effect is blamed on COVID-19. They say COVID-19 causes myocarditis. Occasionally, COVID-19 flu, uh, other coronaviruses cause myocarditis, but it's mild and very survivable myocarditis. The myocarditis that's actually vaccine-related you have a 50% survival rate. 50% of the people who have myocarditis related to the vaccine will be dead inside of five years. That's an absolute fact. Not to mention, as you've heard me, the statistical data that I've given, irrefutable, indisputable statistical data that I've given you before. 1970 to 2020. 1970, you had 1,300 athletes die on the field. So for the first 50 years, 1,300 athletes grabbed their chest, died on the field, right? Symbolically speaking, but dead. Died on the field, 1,300 over 50 years. In the following two years, 1,700 grabbed their chest and died. Oops. And they will, that, that's, what, what did all those, what, what started in those two years? Weird, isn't it? Now, this, remember, this is covering 70 all the way through 2020. 1,300 athletes, di- 1,300 athletes died while playing on the field. And what changed in those two years of 2021 and 2022? Um, they're all freaking vaccinated. And when they, when they actually tested Big Ten athletes, 50% of Big Ten athletes in the prime of life tested positive for undetectable myocarditis. McAuliffe is testifying. What does he have to gain? He's lost everything, really. He's sitting on the stage with Naomi Wolf. They've lost everything. Now, they're getting it back now because everything that they've said, just like me and all the other people who were banned, everything we've ever said turned out to be true. He used to McAuliffe. Now, this is, now listen, you need to understand who this guy is. Along with people like Ryan Cole and Robert W. Malone. These are world-renowned. Robert, Ryan Cole is a Mayo Clinic certified world-renowned pathologist. Robert W. Malone created mRNA technology, holds the original patents for them, for it. Completely castigated and banned. Coming back now, but you have Peter McAuliffe, world-renowned cardiologist, who used to see who his entire life, now let's estimate, let's just estimate Peter McAuliffe's age. Let's just say that he's 60. Let's say he's 60. So for the first 60 years of his life, so he's probably practicing medicine from 30 to 60. So for 30 years of practicing medicine, 
He saw two cases of myocarditis. Two in 30 years. And now he sees two per day. And see, a lot of people, this is fading from the conservative headlines now. Because, and, it's, and you have to always wonder if it's on purpose. We're hearing about UFOs. Bi, you know, we have, you know, it's like me talking about all this Biden stuff. Listen, excess death rates in all the five highest countries in the first world countries are up 10% or higher in every country. Excess, I mean, again, and I put this out there for you. This is from Edward Dowd. If you have a 2% increase, a, a, a 10% increase in excess death, that is a one in 200 year event. And all of these countries are averaging over that. There's no world war, no nuclear weapons going off, nothing. None of it happened in 2020. All this started, and you hear me say these stats all the time, more people died of COVID, not even talking about myocarditis and blood clots and strokes and, and pulmonary embolisms and everything, and, and ADE unable to fight off any other virus. More people have died of COVID in Australia in 2021 and 2022 than, I mean, died, more people have died of COVID in, in, in Australia in 2022 than 2020 and 2021 combined. A lot of 20s there. More people are dying of COVID now in all these vaccinated countries. Why? Because they have antibody-dependent enhancement syndrome. They can't fight off Omicron, which is the least virulent variant. All right, let's go to the next one. Eli David tweets just to back it up. Breaking, you remember now, Dr. McCullough says, I, used, I saw for 30 years of practicing medicine, I saw two total myocarditis patients. Now I'm seeing two per day. Breaking new paper shows that COVID vaccine increased risk of myocarditis just by a mere 13,200%. There you go. Just to back it up. All right, go to the next one for me. And I just want to show you this. Now, let's now look at these countries, Sweden, Finland, Netherlands, Australia, Norway, and Germany. Now, what do these people have in common? Now, Sweden gets treated like a, a COVID hero. In some ways, they were, but they were heavily vaccinated. They didn't mask. They didn't lock down. Kudos to them. Credit to them. But they are heavily vaccinated, very heavily vaccinated. Now, let's look at, and when you see those pink or red lines, that's excess mortality, above average mortality. <laughs> when did that really start to change? March of 2020? Nope. Started in December of 2020. That's where excess death went through the roof. Alpha variant, the most virulent variant, long gone. But strangely, excess death went through the roof post-vaccination look at now if you look at the uh, let me see there you go the left side of it that's pre-vaccine all the way up to december of 2020 remember covid really really kind of exposed itself in march of 2020 we knew about it in february of 2020 but really became the pandemic in 2020 a lockdown we're being overrun all that crap wise build all their army corps of engineer hospitals that never saw a single patient but nobody was really dying then. I mean, here's the evidence in these countries, Germany, Norway, Australia. I mean, Austria, Netherlands, Finland, and Sweden. Nobody was really dying of COVID. I mean, there's a line. Yeah, there's a little uptick, whatever, little uptick, severe flu season. Not much more different than the other upticks you see in there. But the big uptick in excess mortality came in December of 2020. I mean, it just kind of noticed now, too, from December of 2020 to September of 2021, so basically nine months, there was 
it was, it was, you know, re- the excess mortality was going up, but man, it hit nine months later. Why is that? Because that's when everybody had been vaccinated at that point. Yeah. And le- has it changed? You went from, look at hardly any pink at all on the left side of your screen to excess mortality. That's almost uncalculable using the graph. This fading from even conservative headlines, but I'm telling you folks, bodies are dropping everywhere. And infirmity is not just people that are dying. There's people that are infirmed for life. Vigilant Fox video over the line. Dr. McCullough testifies the stunning truth about the cover-up of vaccine injuries. Play it for me. We have a situation where there has been unprecedented injuries, disabilities, and deaths with these vaccines. As a doctor, I am seeing and managing patients who suffer vaccine injuries, disabilities, and sadly dealing with families uh, whose loved ones died after the vaccine. What I can tell you is that uh, by January 22nd of 2021, the U.S. Vaccine Averse Event Reporting System had already recorded 182 deaths with the COVID-19 vaccine. That's just actually a few weeks into the campaign. The whole system for all the vaccines combined for every year it's ever been done typically comes in at about 150 deaths, which can happen. People can die of acute allergic reactions, widely administered vaccines. But 182, we were over the line. The program was co-administered and still is today, not by a separate vaccine administration committee or organization, but is co-administered by the FDA and the CDC. Neither of those two agencies have any historical experience in administering a big vaccine campaign. Neither should they. The FDA is supposed to be a separate watchdog on drug safety. The CDC is strictly uh, to do outbreak investigation, data analytics, and vitro diagnostics. None of them have a role in directly administering a vaccine program. So by conflict of interest, neither one of those organizations was ever going to stop this campaign for safety. This campaign should have had an independent data safety monitoring board of experts to be reviewing data on a monthly basis. And when they saw a signal, as one was seen in January 22nd of 2021, the program should have been immediately paused to figure out why were people dying after the vaccine. Pfizer, Moderna, and the other manufacturers, by obligation, kept records for 90 days after release of their vaccine, by obligation, by regulatory obligation. None of them voluntarily disclosed their data to the U.S. public. They did to the FDA. And under court order, after many, many months, Pfizer was forced to release their data that the FDA knew about. In fact, the lawyer for the FDA wanted to block this information for 55 years to the American public. This is prima facie evidence that the FDA is involved in a drug safety cover-up. What we learned from that dossier is that Pfizer knew about 1,223 deaths within 90 days of their vaccine. Sometimes many patients on the same day they took it or a few days afterwards. It exactly matched the early data in VAERS. And Pfizer intentionally kept this confidential. The FDA kept it confidential. To this day, uh, not a single Pfizer representative has been questioned by any congressional or Senate committee on this. Moderna still has not released their data. The president of Moderna has been before the U.S. Senate, was never asked about the 90-day regulatory dossier of what the vaccine manufacturers know. Now we have 3,400 and growing papers in the peer-reviewed literature 
on vaccine injuries, disabilities, and deaths. 3,400 papers. This is astonishing. Why wouldn't the FDA release this information? They knew about it. I mean, think about it. In the Pfizer trial, which they tried to keep sequestered, confidential for 75 years, actually, in the trial, they knew they had 1,223 deaths in the Pfizer trial. Remember, these are, these, this is a very, then this was all people that died within 90 days of the vaccination. 28 out of 32 pregnant women miscarried. And then you had Rochelle Walensky come out there and whore the vaccine and say that it's safe and effective. And feel free, if you're pregnant, to go and get vaccinated because it's safe and effective. Rochelle Walensky, who was saying, the CDC director, who was saying that the hospitals were being filled along, parroted by Fauci, whoring by Fauci, whoring by Francis Collins, saying that the hospitals were being filled with the unvaccinated. Now she publicly testified, not last week, publicly, publicly testified that they were unable to track vaccination hospitalization data. So how do they know the hospitals are filled with the unvaccinated? Which they were saying in front of, we, oh, we heard it, this could be a dark winter. It's a pandemic of the unvaccinated. They were, she just said publicly in a congressional hearing last week that they do not know when somebody enters the hospital whether they're vaccinated or not. So how's it a pandemic of the unvaccinated? It's all been lies from day one. Moderna hasn't released their data. Why hasn't Moderna released their data? Because they're actually in partnership, literal partnership with the NIH, which is Anthony Fauci. That's why Anthony Fauci refused to answer questions about royalties given to scientists inside, including himself, inside of the NIH. NIH, NIAID, that's where he's under, but that's under the NIH. So Moderna holds patents in partnership with the federal government. Why does the FDA, FDA pimp itself and whore itself for Pfizer? Because the FDA... Just like CNN, they just found out, what's that? Anderson Cooper received $12 million directly from Pfizer. Facts all over the news. I never got to it. I don't ever get to This is all my information I don't get to. But just, just like that, FDA receives 44% of its funding from the companies they regulate, including Pfizer and Moderna. So the FDA goes to federal court to try to keep the Pfizer vaccine developmental data confidential and classified for 75 years. And they knew the entire time that it killed 1,200 people 90 days post-vaccine during the trial. And then went out and hoarded it to everybody, calling it safe and effective. Then the FDA goes out and says that they have an approved vaccine. There's never been an approved vaccine injected into one person outside of the Comirnaty trial. That's it, including the military. Yeah, put that up, Aaron. There it is. Pfizer caught funneling $12 million to Anderson Cooper to promote mRNA jabs to Americans. Told you, you got to have, listen, if you're going to have a totalitarian system, you've got to have the totalitarian. You've got to have the tyrant, the Hitler, the Mao, the, the Biden the Obama, you've got to have those in place. But those tyrants have to have a Goebbels, a media, which they have, Pravda, Mockingbird, uh, media, the Goebbels media, they have that. Then you've got to have the Mengele's, which is the Anthony Fauci's, the NIH's, the CDC's, the Pfizer's, and the Moderna's that do mass experimentation on willing vessels, sadly. You've got to have those, and then you've got to have your stormtroopers, your Gestapo, FBI, ATF, CIA. So there you go. All right, back here, Saturday night, 10.30. I keep saying 55 minutes of fury as opposed to 90 minutes of fury, but I keep going 102 minutes of fury. 
Every night I seem to be stopping at 102 minutes of fury. So maybe I need to start advertising for the show at 102 minutes of fury. But anyway, back here Saturday night, uh, 10.30. I was forgetting the times changed on Saturday night for just a short little 55 minutes of fury. Listen, lots of videos to follow. Short couple little ads. 90, no more, nine, more, more than 90 seconds worth of ads. Then a plethora of videos to follow. Most of which you haven't seen probably. All right, love you all. See you Saturday night. God bless you. From everyone who has been given much, or Romans 8.32, everything, all things. Ephesians 1.3, everything, every spiritual gift is yours. What was this much that was given to you? It can be summarized in two words, Holy Ghost. Nobody's got the Holy Ghost but you. The unsaved do not have the Holy Ghost. You got it. Narrow is the way and few find it. We are supposed to be a remnant that the world is petrified of because of the power of the Holy Ghost. That's the much that was given to you.